Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, and if you've been able to join us this week, we've been looking at the first chapter, the beginning of the first chapter of St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, that beautiful, beautiful panoramic view of salvation. It's so good, and it's so helpful and powerful when we allow the Holy Spirit to take us on that panoramic ride, so to speak, when we, the Holy Spirit has come to help us gain a new mind as well as a new heart, right? It's all connected, our heart, our mind, our will, our whole person, but also our whole vision of reality. And Paul here is, you see what the mind of an apostle is like and how it's been touched by God and how you might say innervated or animated with the, the, the power of the Holy Spirit at work helping Paul see and experience and articulate the Father's plan and the mystery that is Jesus Christ. The mystery of Christ and what he's accomplished. The magnitude of it, the greatness of it. But it's not something like, when you say, you know, panorama, it's not something just like going to a movie and watching a movie. And you walk away, and oh, that, was a good, that was a good story. This is a panoramic view that is that with the help of the Holy Spirit of God's plan of salvation, that I'm actually in the story. I'm involved in the story. It's happening to me. And this is what God is doing in my life. You know, a lot of people, I've said it in my life at different times, and friends of mine, others said, you know, Jed, well, I don't know what God's will is in my life. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to be a good person and do whatever. This is the kind of place where we, what Paul's writing here, and again, this can become more than words or just like some facts about God's plan and reality. It becomes a living experience. It becomes a living drama, a genuine story. And it's the Holy Spirit who helps us do it. And what we have to do is lean into it. We have to pursue it. We have to take this up. You know, take up the word of God that's living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. This word cuts right to the heart like nothing else between bone and marrow. And it actually examines the, the intentions of our hearts. You know, like one of the things it does is, you know, as we, you start meditating on this and the word of God brings conviction, you say, what's in my heart? Do I really want this? You know, how pure is my heart in relationship to this? And the Lord knows all that's in my heart and in your heart. And he knows it's by, it's, it's far from perfect. That's why he said he was coming to give us a new, a new heart. You know, in the, in the, the heart is in the Bible, you know, it's, the, it's like the core of our being, the seat of decision. And so knowing what God's grand plan is for us, not just something that's going to happen way out there in the future, but something that's actually unfolding right now, if you want to, with the help of the Holy Spirit, you can gain access and live in and from this reality in a way you've never imagined. I mean, all we have to do is look at the lives of the saints. I mean, they're there constantly as signposts for us. They're there as a bright light for us to say, hey, this is real. This is real. Go for it. Go for it. It's totally worth it. You know, give it all you got, so to speak. Jesus said, if you're hungry, I'm going to feed you. The hungry will be fed. Those who knock, you know, he's going to open the door. And if we knock on that door that says, Lord, help me, help these words that I'm reading come alive in my soul. Help these words renew me. 
help me understand my story and purpose on this earth, which is what we test, uh, touched on yesterday in this section of Ephesians where Paul says, verse 11, in him, according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things, according to the counsel of his will, that's a mouthful, God the Father, his great plan, his mystery, it's accomplished in a person in his son. Verse 12, we who first hoped in Christ have been destined and appointed to live for the praise of his glory. I can tell you that. I can say that word. I can say to you, you know, Bill, if you're listening here, whoever, Bill, you are, if you're baptized into Christ, you are destined and you are appointed by God himself for a purpose here on earth. And that is to live for the praise of his glory. You are participating in the story of God. You're participating in the pathway, in the footsteps of Jesus, who did just exactly that. And he showed us where that pathway leads. It leads to eternal life. It leads to eternal glory. It leads to absolute fulfillment. Verse 13, In him you also, who have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and have believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. Now, there's another sentence. It's two verses, and you could write a book about those two verses. You know, this the, the word of God is just so packed, and so much is being said by Paul. So, Paul's saying to the reader, so when he says, in him you also, put your name in there. He's saying, and you too, Peter, you also have been destined and appointed to live for the praise of his glory. And he said, in him you have also, who have heard the word of truth, the word of truth, wow. That sounds so radical in the kind of times we're living in right now. When there's just, the culture is just inundated with lying and deception and corruption and, and everybody's declaring their own truth and all the rest. I mean, only God ultimately, friends, is true. He's, he's the ground of all reality. He is, you know, in Him, we live and we move and we have our being. We exist. He's the one who made us and He holds us into existence. In existence, he designed us. He, the human race is his idea. The cosmos is his idea. Our purpose is his idea. We learn from him, from our minds. Yes, we right reason can tell us a lot. Natural law tells us some things, but revelation fulfills it, and he's the one who reveals the truth about the human person. Jesus is the quintessential man. He came to us to say, "Okay, you're in a battle. Your minds are darkened." You're behind, you live behind enemy lines. You were once my enemy. I'm going to make you now. I'm bringing you into the family. But we're still behind enemy lines, and there's a lot of darkness and confusion, and there's rebellion and temptation and deception. These things are there. But look at me. I'm the truth, and I'm the life. You are a living being, and you want life. You want a good life. You want a happy life. You want a fulfilled life. And it's like Jesus is saying to you and to me, look into my eyes. You have that desire because my Father gave it to you. Look at me. I am the life you desire. I am the truth you desire to know. I am the way to accessing it all in absolute perfection and fullness forever. 
That's who he is. So those who have heard the word of truth, what word? The gospel, the good news. Gospel simply means good news of your salvation. The good news of salvation. I am saved. That's a good thing to say. That's a good thing. I have been saved. I wonder if many baptized people don't fully understand what that means. They'll say, I've been saved from death. You can, you can say things like, I've been saved from hell for heaven. I've been saved from the powers of the world, the flesh and the devil. I've been saved from the dominion of darkness, from the powers of sin and death. All those realities. I've been saved from the empty futility of a darkened mind. I've been saved from eternal suffering. Uh, I've been saved from all that. From alienation. From the, the sense of, I, I don't know what I am. I don't know why I'm here. I, I, I don't know. Alienation from one another. Alienation that we human beings even have internally. That's why there's so much therapy going on in the world, you know, and there's so much, the whole field of counseling and psychology touches on this reality of our own internal alienation and a lack of understanding and integration and meaning and a capacity to access these things that align with our ultimate purpose. So he's saying, in him you also who have heard the word of truth, the truth, which is the gospel, the good news of your salvation. There's another little phrase to just take to prayer sometime in the morning when you get up and do your prayer or throughout the day. Say, Holy Spirit, help me understand the good news of my salvation. Help me really integrate it. Help me understand it. Help me become awakened to it and what it really truly means for me. Because friends, when you see, when you see the, the, the saints and the life that they lived and what they came into and they came into understand about what life in Christ means. Here's a simple quote I came across again from uh, St. Francis from the Little Flowers. This is a, a Christian mind and a Christian way of looking. He said to the brothers, even though they were hungry, they were cold, they had, you know, they were having doors shut in their face, they had hard times and good times. He said, Let's confidently pursue the promises of God. Our life here on earth is short. The punishment of eternity is real. Suffering here on earth is nothing. And the glory of heaven is forever. He's talking to the brothers, this band of brothers, these, these men walking around in bare feet with wearing rags, freezing cold in the winter, you know, eating, begging for food, preaching the gospel, signs and wonders, caring for the poor, you name it, bringing people into the church. I just want to read it again. Imagine yourself, situate yourself in that circle, you know, because you also had, you know, the sisters who were part of the whole thing, right? And sometimes they'd sit around, they'd sit around a fire, they would talk and they would talk about the Lord and then and the flames of faith would just burn in them. They'd come alive as they paid attention to the promises of God and what they've been given. They've, they found themselves to be the richest among men and women. And series so again, he said, let's confidently pursue the promises of God. How about that, brothers and sisters? How about saying that to friends, to spouse, to family? Say it to those you care about, those that you're reaching out to, to say, let's be confident in God's promises. What's being communicated here, the stuff we've been talking about from the word of God that's so special, so fantastic, pure gold. 
Let's be confident in it. It's for you. And he said, so let's pursue it with confidence for the glory of God. And he goes on to say, our life here is on earth is short. The punishment of eternity is real. There he is, a wise man with an eternal perspective. Life on earth is short. Don't kid yourself. It's over in the twinkling of an eye. And there's, there's such a weird, I suppose it's understandable in that way. It's not weird, but the, the, the fear that grips people, uh, not just the fear of death, but it's, it's so big or it's so unexplainable and unavoidable. Nobody wants to talk about it. Let's just pretend it doesn't exist. Let's just live. That may sound like that's a way of coping, but that's not a way of conquering. That's not a way of, of living a transformed life. It still has its hold on you when you're doing that. You're running from it. You're hiding from it. And, and Francis is just saying, life here on earth is short. Yeah, it is. And we don't have to be afraid of it because there's an answer for it. And he said, and the punishment of eternity is real. If we don't pay attention to what's going on, there's also an eternity we don't want to live. We don't want to be a part of. And he says, suffering here on earth is nothing. The glory of heaven is forever. Suffering here on earth is nothing. It feels like when we're suffering, it feels like forever. But it's short. It's a blink of an eye. It's here today and gone tomorrow. But the glory of heaven, what we've been reading this week and the promises in the letter to the Ephesians, just one place where it comes, it is forever. And it's for you. God bless you. Have a great day. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash FOE. That's renewalministries.net slash FOE.